Welcome to today's episode of From Behind the Veil. I'm H.G. Strickland, and joining me today are Jason King and Lawrence McKinney. Uh, you'll be seeing their faces here very shortly. You will notice uh, things are a little bit different. Um, we are a ministry of Kingdom Life Ministries, but you will not see us between the ferns. Uh, the studio is not where we are. We're going to have a, a little bit different of a format um, where we are working remotely from different places, even as we are still working um, in and outside of Washington, D.C. And it's going to also allow us to be able to bring on some additional people as contributors. So we'll have contributors and still providing the same uh, insight that we always have. And we're looking forward to the most amazing season and time that we have ever had as um, a ministry of Envoy News and Kingdom Life Ministries DC. So to just kick us off, we obviously have an election in just a few days and the election is not occurring in a vacuum. We have a lot going on. So Lawrence, uh, wise one of all things, is going to give us a little bit of background of everything possible that's happening in the United States as the election comes close. <laughs> well, thanks, HG. So elections next Tuesday, the 8th. So make sure you go out and, and vote. Um, this is a, a crucial election and one that uh, the pollsters have been watching for this entire year, and it's rapidly shifting as we get closer. Um, here in America, people are, um, uh, Democrats are standing to lose a number of seats in theory. Um, and the backdrop of this is you have a world where we have war in Europe, we have saber rattling in the Middle East and Asia and Africa. We have rampant inflation, energy prices rising. Um, socially, you have you see the Democratic Party um, bringing up the January sixth issue and um, um, and the abortion overturning of Roe v. Wade earlier this year. And so Biden uh, earlier this week said that um, the democracy in our country is in peril uh, at these elections. So we see him very much running on on a fear platform to get out there and vote. Um, and, and his quote is, silence is complicity, which to me reminds me of a few years back, we had silence is violence. So silence is complicity is the platform that, that Biden is using to get people out to the polls. Yeah, so a lot of things going on. And um, we, we ought, you talked about the shift in polling. And one thing is, is for certain, uh, do you guys think, I know Jason can have a good perspective on this, is this nation more united or more divided since our last election? H.C., I don't think there's any question right now that we are far more divided than we ever have been in the past. Um, you know, I, I know in the younger, my younger years, and I started voting uh, back in the early 90s, my age me a little bit, uh, there wasn't so much divide between um, uh, both sides. I mean, obviously there was, there's different ideals and things we embrace, but uh, I know that there's a lot more people that could work across the aisles. I know a lot more people could argue in the, in the Senate chamber or in the house chamber, and then go out and have lunch together or whatever it was, you know, they would do. But it seems like today that that's almost 
impossible, that you have to pick a side. And if you fall anywhere, anywhere in that medium, that moderate zone, man, you're thrown under the bus from either side. And so uh, we can see that actually with what's playing out with Tulsi Gabbard, um, how she recently left the Democratic Party and in doing so uh, has just been eviscerated by the far left. And I know that there's people I've, I've watched a lot of her interviews and things, too, because um, she makes a lot of common sense kind of judgments. Right. So um, but this is the way things are going right now, that if you start having uh, views that are uh, considered right or left, it's going to label you and you can't have anything, you know, almost in the middle, it seems like anymore. So we're very divided right now as a nation. All the fear mongering that's going on and both sides do it. Everybody does it. They're, they're fear mongering. It's not good at all. Um, I, I think it's actually completely unhealthy for our, our country. And it's just making the divide even more between people. Well, you, you mentioned Tulsi Gabbard. And on one side, you have Tulsi Gabbard. On the other side, you have Liz Cheney, who who never left the Republican Party, but has left the Republican Party. Right. So we're really watching this and some of the, the election um, polls are you could not be more close um, I mean, they're, they're literally, some of them are like 47 and 47. Um, I know Pennsylvania is extremely close. Right. You've got, so there's so many circumstances again, that are taking place and we find ourselves as people, you know, and the issues like Lawrence talked about, you've got the January 6th side, you really got people living in almost, it's one world, but almost two realities. And, and which one of those realities is yours I guess is where a lot of people are are making their decision. Some there are people who typically would not vote for one party or the other who are who are making changes based on my experience, right? My current experience. So I might align more with one party, but because of this circumstance, there are people who said because of Roe versus Wade, I am I'm going to vote this way. And that has shifted me. There are others who have said, listen, I typically would vote for this party, but because of inflation and, and crime and these elements, I'm going to vote this way. So I think um, while there's still this ideology, political ideology that drives a whole lot of it, I think there's a big part that people's experiences are playing into this. I don't know what you guys. Yeah. I like what you had to say there, HG. You know, I think, um, with how polarized we've become on both sides of the aisle to every single issue. Um, it's almost like the, the Democrats and the Republicans are doing like hungry, hungry hippos with regard to like um, single issue voters, right? So it's like, okay, well, if you're not in this camp and you're gonna be in this camp, if you're not in this camp and you're in this camp. So there's a subsect of the population that will only vote for um, whatever is more pro LGBTQ, I, whatever, you know, extra letters. And there's some that are only going to vote on reproductive stuff. Um, but generally what polls have shown, history have shown is that most people at the end of the day, their primary concern is the economy, right? You know, if you're making a lot of money and you got a nice house, you can buy groceries and you got gas in your tank, then you can start worrying about uh, what bathroom do I use? It's like the hierarchy of needs, right? But mm -hmm. if you can't pay the mortgage, if you can't put the gas in the car, then suddenly a lot of these things don't really mean as much to you. It puts it in perspective. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for instance, over in Ukraine right now, those social kind of justice arguments 
are nowhere to be seen right now because they're literally, you know, scrambling for their own survival right now. They've got an invading country coming after them. And so people are just trying to, they're just trying to get by. As Lauren said, you know, those hierarchy of needs are things that we need to take care of. Just the basic elements of survival, food, uh, shelter, clothing, those kind of things take great precedence. But we're starting to see a pinch on, on the American economy quite a bit as the inflation is going up and up and up. And a lot of it still goes back to the COVID years we had starting in 2020. And we've never, never really recovered from that. Gas prices, I don't know about you guys, but I get incensed every time I go to the pump. It's just, I, re I remember what it was just a few years ago, you know? I remember paying dollar something gas and I missed those days badly, but the chance of us going back to that is probably slim to none just the way things are going in this nation. But to th these, these kind of times though, that we have to remind ourselves, I, I can get very, very fired up. And if I watch too much news, I will get fired up and I will check both sides of the argument. To be fair, I like to, you know, I was just looking at Fox today and I looked at CNN to see what their headlines are. I always find that very interesting how they report on the same news article or circumstance and give their slant. I think it's healthy to do that. But uh, it's at times like these, we've got to remember what Jesus said in, in John 14. In John 14, he says, let not your hearts be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. And I got to remind myself often, there's a greater thing going on here. God, Jesus is in heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us right now. He's preparing for us dwelling places in heaven. And so we have to remind ourselves as believers of the kingdom that we're just passing through. So that as, as much as you're, you're a U.S. patriot, for instance, or if you're listening in some other nation, you're probably very patriotic to your own nation. Um, the bottom line is, is that we are just aliens passing through and we're temporarily here and temporary citizens of nations of this world. And we have an eternal kingdom. So when Jesus says, if you believe in God, believe in me. So everything has to be then centered back on the cross of Jesus Christ. And that takes a lot of the fear and the angst out of me. So I don't worry about, personally, the results of this election. I'm interested. I like, I'm tuning in. I'm watching. But in the end, it, it, it doesn't matter because God is sovereign and it will work out the way he wants it to work out so that his prophetic plan will proceed forward. And we kind of have we kind of have a couple of things going on. Obviously, um, Philippians three twenty, we're citizens of a heavenly kingdom, right? That's where our citizenship is. But our experience is also here, and so we've got we've kind of got both worlds going on. We have the reality that God is sovereign. You know, Daniel four, He's going to set up the most high rules in the kingdoms of men. He sets up over it whomsoever He will. At the same time, we are here as salt and light in this world. We're here. And we have a perspective in the kingdom of God. And part of what we've always done as, as a, from behind the veil or envoy is being able to bring the perspective to what's going on because the church is out here and the church is saying, okay, do I vote? Do I vote this coming Tuesday? Who do I vote for? What do I do? And so for, for us, we're not, we're not here to be Republican. We're not here to be Democrats. We're not here to be independents. We're not on the right or the left. We're above all of that with the kingdom of God. So it's the recognition that, yes, he is sovereign. He's in control. But then how does that walk out? What does that look like in my life this week? How do I advocate for the kingdom? And do I do that with my vote? 
You know, the Bible talks about in Colossians, whatever you do in word or deed, do in the name, the authority and character of Jesus Christ. And that's every area of life. And that includes our politics. And while, you know, we may, we may say I'm on this side or that side, we really have to be able to say, this is how I'm going to walk it out. And I think for me, each person has to really make this one a matter of prayer. Make it a matter of prayer. Go back to the word. Don't, uh, don't just let circumstances and experiences control what you do. But we do live in this world. And whether it's we've taught, you know, past episodes, we've talked about school boards. Well, we can say, well, God is sovereign. Whoever wants in the school board. Well, no, he also gives us and has placed us yes. in this nation and given us a voice and given us an opportunity to advance his kingdom. So it's that balance, right? Where do we sit back and say, yes, God is sovereign. He's in control. But does that take away my responsibility to represent the kingdom of God in everything we do? I think there's a balance we have to learn to strike there. Well, and I like what you said there about how we represent the kingdom of God, right? So we, we are clothed spiritually in, in priestly garments, right? When we walk around on the earth. So um, yes, we are called to vote with our conscience on these issues, but you know, it's hard. You, we can't take the bait. You can't get into the mud with people that disagree with you because we're wearing priestly robes. So um, Jason, you talked a little bit about what um, Fox News and CNN and they're going back and forth on the Paul Pelosi attack, right? And right. you see stuff on all sides and you see Republicans saying, well, that's not fair. Um, how you're making a big deal about this, but you didn't make a big deal about, I don't know, the congressional shooting a few miles from my house, you know, with Scalise got shot or Rand Paul got attacked. And actually, you know, you even celebrated Rand Paul getting attacked. But um, I, I think as seeking first the kingdom of God, we can't get on that level of, well, you did it to us so that right. it's fair game for us to do it to them. Right. We're held to a higher standard, aren't we? Absolutely. We're sure supposed to be. <laughs> Absolutely. It's tough, though. You know, I mean, you know, it's 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 tough to, to, to control the tongue. Yeah. And, you know, I want to be clear too, Lawrence, that, you know, this is not just um, unique to the United States. I mean, look what's going on in other nations like Brazil. And there's all sorts of, of allegations of things going on. People are by the thousands out in the streets. I know in Europe, there's still a whole lot of uh, people out there um, protesting the streets because they want they want energy independence. And so the world is in an uproar right now. We're living in some tumultuous times. And so it, it, it really does pay to have your faith in Jesus Christ because uh, we can go to bed at night sleeping, knowing full well that our lives are in his hands. But there's a lot of people that don't have that satisfaction or that knowledge of Jesus and knowing, uh, you know, that he's got them in his hands. So I just want to really, I mean, just for everybody that's out there listening today, uh, there's nothing more important than to put your faith and trust in Christ Jesus, because the world quite literally is going to hell in a handbasket. And everywhere you look, there's not a corner of the world that's not being affected by what's going on politically in the landscape of wars and even rumors of wars. And all, like you said, the saber rattling that's going on between nations that have been somewhat allies in the past or uh, you know on the same un committees or whatever so we just these are times to be watching i can't wait for next week's results just because i believe no matter which side wins there's going to be some massive changes and direction and how things go 
So look for some fallout from that. And I just believe that God is still on the throne and it doesn't matter. It's going to go the way he intends it to go. Well, I will say, I will say this, no matter uh, who wins the elections this in the next few days, mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's going to get less contentious <laughs> in Washington, D.C. And I'm fairly certain that uh, government is not about to fix all of your problems. So you need to be definitely looking to the kingdom of God. And I would say both for those coming into office, um, the challenge and you would pray is that they would consider this as an opportunity for stewardship and not ownership, not just representing yourself or representing your district, but really those in, in Congress. And we know those members of Congress who are believers I've had many conversations with them who are believers steward this office that you have represent the kingdom of God. And I guess for us, I would say there's an element of stewardship to our vote, right? Is it my vote? You know, I've, I listen, even my body's not my own. Right. So steward your vote, steward your life um, and conduct yourself as, as Lawrence has talked about. Don't, don't, don't jump in the bandwagon. Don't celebrate when you see Paul Pelosi hurt or when you see some other element of this, um, just realize there are people involved in all of this and there are souls and there are hearts. And if we're walking this thing out in love and we're being um, Jesus Christ to our neighbor, we're being Jesus Christ, to even, even the ones who are against us. So we're still blessing those who curse us. We're still praying for those who despitefully use us. I think in the midst of all of these things, sometimes while even, even representing Christian views, sometimes we forget to be Christian. And I think we have to keep that mindset as we walk into the election these next few days. Anything else, uh, Lawrence, anything else you want to add? Uh, you know, I would just say practical tips going forward is, um, you know, at least for me, I mean, it's, it's hard not to, to get down in that mud. You know, when you see, I, I'm a high justice guy, you know, so I see things that are wrong. I see things not being applied evenly, especially in, in what, what gets the media's attention that really rubs me the wrong way. And I think um, sometimes it's really beneficial to, to talk about the injustices inside the body of Christ before you kind of go outside and start, you know, talking to anybody that like, uh, you know, hey, what's wrong? Oh, I'm just mad about this. You know, it's, it's, it's sometimes cathartic to, to, to talk it over with your brothers and sisters in Christ first to kind of get, get it off your chest, you know, so you don't walk with it with a chip on your shoulder about, uh, you know, something in the news. Amen. Sure. All right, gentlemen. Well, you're going to be seeing us uh, consistently here. We're back and we're excited about the upcoming season. You're going to, again, can expect to see some uh, new faces joining us from time to time, some contributors um, as we work with our new platform here and the way that we're going to be doing it. We'll have some phone calls. We're going to be doing some remote things. Um, where you get these guys back out on the streets. I can't wait to throw Jason and Carrington and um, these guys right back into the middle of, of the next riot, the next uh, pro protest we have. Do it. Let's do Let them it. Get in on the action. Um, so good things are coming. Again, we want to remind you uh, that from behind the veils of Ministry of Kingdom Life Ministries, all views expressed are our own and are not attributed, cannot be attributed to another party or organization. We look forward to seeing you in the days ahead. God bless. Thank you.